morning. Welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast, where I help dance teachers and studio owners dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. I'm your host, Jessica Strong, and I'm the creative director and owner here at Dance to Learn. In today's episode, I am expanding on our previous episode, Teaching the Dance Concepts, and this week I am focusing and exploring the concept of space. So today I'm going to be talking about why learning about space is important and some creative ways to explore the concept of space in your classroom. So good morning, dance teachers and studio owners. Welcome to the fourth episode of season two of the Dance to Learn podcast. And if you have listened before, welcome back. If you are new, I invite you to take a moment to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. And also, if you are loving the Dance to Learn podcast, please take a moment to leave me a five-star review. Your review may be featured on an upcoming episode, and if you are featured, you'll receive a $10 Amazon gift card for your dance studio. So if you were here last week, then you know that I discussed teaching the dance concepts, what they are and why they are important for your dancers. Today, I am expanding on that topic as I begin to break down each dance concept individually and focus more on some unique ways that you can teach the concepts in your classrooms. So to quickly review, in the Dance to Learn program, our dancers will learn 14 dance concepts throughout their first three years of dance. And those concepts include space, tempo, size, levels, directions, pathways, positional concepts, body shapes, anatomy, weight, energy, relationships, patterns, and sequencing. Today, I will be focusing on the concept of space. So space in dance refers to the space that we exist in to dance. So it could be our classroom, it could be a stage, or if we are dancing at home, it could be a space in our home. But space refers to and explores the area in which we can move. And the concept of space is really fourfold. So first, there is the discussion of self-space. This is the space that I dance in when I'm on a spot or if I am stationary. Second, there is general space. This is the space I move in when I am traveling around or through space. Performing stationary movements in self-space is known as non-locomotor movements while studying space traveling around the room is known as performing locomotor movements. So what are the benefits of learning about space? Studying the concept of space teaches our students spatial awareness. 
How many times have you asked your dancers to spread out and instead they literally stand right next to someone else? They have to be taught about space and how they can exist within the space. Learning spatial awareness is also an exceptionally important cognitive skill, um, especially for our younger children. And it's something that we really want to be sure that they learn early on in their lives. Good spatial awareness skills result in increased dexterity, a great sense of balance, flexibility, and whole body strength. Hello, dance teachers and studio owners. I am briefly interrupting today's episode to bring you a special announcement. I have just released our first Dance to Learn Masterclass on Demand. The Brain Dance Masterclass teaches you about Anne Green Gilbert's whole brain and body focused warm up, the Brain Dance. In the on-demand masterclass, you will receive two hours of self-paced video content, as well as five downloads, including a benefits of brain dance fact sheet, a complete crop list, a brain dance brainstorming worksheet, and a list of resources. The masterclass is on sale for $40 until December 1st, 2020, at which time it will go up to its regular price of $60. Enroll in the Brain Dance Masterclass on demand at dancetolearnuniversity.com and click the mini courses page. Now, let's get back to this week's podcast episode. Let's explore self-space and some creative ways we can teach this concept to our students. You will notice that the exploration of space can happen and progress naturally in an everyday dance class just by simply following a typical dance class routine. And just as a reminder, self-space is the idea of dancing, standing, or existing in one spot or place in our classroom. So if you teach dance in a studio or a gym or another large space, it may be challenging for your children to find their spot in place, especially in such a large area. So we do need to provide them with some added help and the best way to do that is by giving them a visual that shows them where to sit or stand. Some great props that you can invest in for this are poly dots. So these are bright colored dots that you can place on the floor to show your students where their spot is in self space. Be sure that you separate the colors so it's easy to differentiate which spot is theirs. For example, you don't want to put a yellow dot next to an orange dot, but you can put a yellow dot next to a purple dot. Pattern the dots so you have cool colors like your blues, purples, and greens next to your warm colors like your reds, oranges, and yellows. 
Another item that you can use to help dancers differentiate their place in space is tape. Whether you are using tape to mark out a dance square for the purpose of social distancing, or you're just using one piece of tape as a more secure spot that adheres to the floor and can't be picked up. Because remember, the poly dots can be picked up and moved. So what types of movements can be explored in self-space? So self-space is the time to explore your non-traveling stationary movements, known as non-locomotor skills. You can remember locomotor and non-locomotor by thinking of a train. When a train is moving, it is in locomotion. But when it's sitting still on the track, it is in non-locomotion. So exploring movements in self-space should be your non-traveling movements. So let's think about the flow of a regular dance class. So first, you may begin sitting down to perform your brain dance warm-ups. If you incorporate brain dance into your classes, you can complete all of your seated warm-ups on your self-space as you explore breath, tactile, core distal, upper and lower body exercises, body side exercises, and even cross lateral exercises. Once you're done exploring those brain dance patterns, your vestibular exercises can also be explored in your self space, but you will want to do those standing up if you have completed a seated warm up. Vestibular exercises can be any exercise that can challenge your ability to balance, such as twirling, balancing on one leg, balancing on the tips of your toes, or even jumping. Skill development can also be performed in self-space. So in a creative dance or pre-ballet class, this could be exploring movements such as plies, tendus, balances such as arabesques, passes, or retirees, twirling like on one leg or two legs, or jumps like plie sautés or even a chapez. Once you have finished your warm-ups and developing skills, then you can begin your traveling steps through general space. Remember, a step that travels is referred to as a locomotor movement. General space is the idea of being able to move through or around the larger dance space. In a common dance class, typical across the floor exercises are great to explore in space. In a creative dance or pre-ballet class, these skills could be things like beret walks, beret marches, skips, chasses, gallops, leaps, and if your class is more advanced, traveling turns like chenets or piques. When first exploring general space, it's typical to line your dancers up and travel in a straight line from one side of the room to the other. However, to really explore space, it's also a great idea to incorporate something like an obstacle course in your classes. Obstacle courses can combine both locomotor and non-locomotor movements. So for example, 
Maybe the first part of your obstacle course, you lay down a tunnel on the floor. This can be made with some jump ropes or even some pool noodles cut in half to signify the tunnel. A great locomotor movement to perform through the tunnel could be something like a chasse or even a gallop. That would be a locomotor movement exploring general space. After the tunnel, you can place a couple poly dots on the floor. On the poly dot, you must perform three plie sautés. A plie sauté is a non-locomotor study in self-space. After that, you can place some cones on the floor. Place them in a straight line and make sure there is about a foot between them. Ask your dancers to perform a beret walk or a beret march in a zigzag pattern, weaving in and out of the cones. This would be a locomotor movement that explores general space. The last spot in your obstacle course can be a hula hoop. In the hula hoop, you can twirl inside on one leg and then perform an arabesque. That would be another non-locomotor movement performed in self-space. One thing you can do is also ask your dancers to recite the movement and let you know if it is self-space, non-locomotor, or general space, locomotor, as they perform the obstacle course. As they say and do the obstacle course, this will help them with retaining the information that they are learning. Now, right now, with the coronavirus restrictions, you may still want to study space, but in a safer way, and you may not feel comfortable performing an obstacle course. So another option would be a butterfly exploration. So here at Dance to Learn in May, our theme is May I Dance in the Garden? And we explore a butterfly theme. My visual aid for class that week is usually two different images. The first is for self, the first is for general space, excuse me. And it shows a butterfly flying around a park. And I explain that when the butterfly is flying everywhere in the park, that they're flying in general space. The second image is the butterfly after it has landed on a flower and they're sipping some honey from the flower. In that example, the butterfly has landed, so it is in self space. So to explore your butterflies and the idea of space in a socially distanced atmosphere, be sure that each dancer has their own spot to dance in general space. So perhaps you have taped some squares on the floor, or if you can't use tape, you can place two yoga mats together, or you could even each give each dancer a hula hoop to signify their space. Next, you want to give them a spot that indicates their self-space or the flower that they are going to land on. And this can be a poly dot in the middle of a larger square or a poly dot placed on yoga mats or even a poly dot placed inside of a hula hoop. The poly dot could also be some tape placed together to make an X. But whatever you use, that will be the spot that marks your flower. When the music plays, what your butterflies are going to do is perform a locomotor traveling movement in their general space. So a great one could be chasses, 
gallops, skips, or leaps. Or you could even combine some of those movements together. When the music stops, the butterflies land on their flowers by performing a non-locomotor movement like an arabesque, passe, or retiré. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today on this episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. Next week's episode, I am excited to share an interview with Jessica Boden Griffin of the IntelliDance Method as she shares her expertise and experience on teaching babies and infant dance classes. So till next time, happy dancing! Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. If you are loving the podcast, please be sure to subscribe. Also, please leave a five-star review, and I may feature your review in an upcoming episode. Any review I feature will receive a $10 Amazon gift card to use in your studio. Have a wonderful week, and I hope that you continue to dance, learn, and grow. Bye!